Welcome back to another edition of the Bad Podcast. Brad and Wayne, right back in here, man. B, man, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about struggling and sort of pulling ourselves out of the pits of, of doubt and ad- adversity. And I got a neat quote today from, from one of my idols, one of, my, one of the people that I look up to. His name is Sean Corvell. And he says, no one is better than your best, but your best will only make you better. And that will make us all better. Mm, I like it, man. I like it a lot. And not just because, uh, well, you'll find out. Let's go. <laughs> hey, good job, guys. Good job. Mental battles. Mental battles. Hey, man. Eat some for life, baby. What it look like, what it be like, what it do back in here, man. And uh, you see, we got an extra screen on here, man. We got a special guest and uh, super excited, man. Everybody is all the rave. And, and I'm going to tell you while I'm excited, you know, I'm y'all know I'm not the marathon guy. I'm not the mutter guy. I'm not that guy. But I'm going to tell you later why I'm excited about having shine. So, uh, B, man, who, who we got on, man? Let's, let's introduce this young man. Again, this is uh, one of my idols, a guy that I met in 2014 at the start line of my first ever Tough Mudder. This is Sean Corvell. He's a, he's a comedian. He's an actor. He is the voice of Tough Mudder. He is the face of Tough Mudder. He's Mr. Motivation. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Corvell. Uh, thank you all, man. That's very kind. That's always nice to hear people <laughs> say things nice about you. But then it's also shocking because it's like, really? Wow. wow. <laughs> awesome. Because I feel that way about a, a lot of other people. You know, and that's my motivation for that's where my motivation comes for the things that I, I say and I do. You know, mm-hmm. that exactly what you said about me. I get that from a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Man. So. Well, I think that's that law of attraction piece. You know, what you put out is what you get back. And that's sort of what you preach on a daily basis, Sean. You know, by you doing your best and by you striving for your best, you're inspiring other people to do their best. Right. That's what you preach on a daily basis. Absolutely. Yeah. We're part of that one big community, you know, and uh, the, you know, the weakest, the weakest link on the chain, all that kind of stuff, you know, but I feel that starting with yourself, be your best. That's the biggest contribution you can make to the world, you know, starts right there. That's the foundation. And that's going to help tremendously, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome, so- man. So uh, look, j- I'm, I'm gonna jump in, man, because like I said, I, I I'm learning about you, uh, Sean. And, and the first thing I found was your stand up, man. Like you know, I, I'm I'm gonna be the left guy. I'm gonna be the guy that, that points that out, man. No, because it was it was um, actually one of the ones that was on your website, man. I said, like, okay, I I like this guy. You know, Brad can have all the mutter talk. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. on, the, on on the on the the comedy side, man. But um, I, you know, B, I know you probably got some questions and some direction you want to go, man. So I'm, I'm going to flip it back to you. I just wanted to tell you why I was excited, Sean. I'm, I'm different than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, but I think it all ties in, though, because I feel like what I'm doing now, the big picture of what I want to do now uh, is sort of like a sum of everything that led up to this. You know, all of a sudden being on stage and talking to people makes sense to me, you know, that I got to practice it through humor, discovering my art and connecting with people, you know, it's like it helped me and led me to where I am now. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all connected. Man. Nice. Yeah. 
And I love that because stand up comedy for somebody just like being on a podcast, you know, is, is extremely difficult for some people. And did you ever face trials and tribulations the first handful of times you got on stage? Maybe, you know what? Okay. So <laughs> got to bring this back up, man. Uh, stand up. When I first started, it was in the, the Bay area, San Francisco Bay area. And it came pretty, uh, I, I hate to use the word easy, but it came easy for me. It wasn't about my material. It was just that people saw that I was having fun, you know, so I had that likable thing. <laughs> and the first time I ever bombed on stage <laughs> was on Evening at the Apollo. Mm. Yes. No. Mr. Sam <laughs> yes. came out with the bro. And I wasn't even, and I was a guest. You know, um, and they were bringing, they brought me and they were going to give me extra time and all that oh, kind wow. of stuff. You know, oh, my, my career was rolling. You know, I had never had a bad uh, uh, um, comedy show or anything like that. You know, always challenge it, but never a bad comedy show. And then it was on that night and those kids were gelling to me and they, they wouldn't even let me finish, you know, mm. and Sinbad, I remember, because I knew Sinbad. Uh, he was the host at the time. And, uh, you know, so it ended short, you know, from what I was supposed to do. And I remember I was just so devastated by that, that um, I ended up walking the whole length of New York. Mm. You know, and and I and my manager was like, that was so dangerous. You know, it's like three o'clock in the morning. Somebody <laughs> you could have gotten mugged or jacked or something. I'm like, oh, God, I wished. <laughs> I, wish. <laughs> I think people sense leave that kid alone <laughs> so so yeah that was it other than that man it's always been a positive experience mm -hmm. yeah, so. so how did how did you so you, you talk devastation you talk uh speed bumps adversity you know with this one stand-up how did you use that to sort of fuel the rest of your career because obviously right now man you're with tough mutter and just doing fabulous things inspiring people every week to do their best and to inspire other people so how did you use this minor speed bump to sort of propel you to where you are uh it was uh i think part of it is sort of that innate uh, uh survival code that's in us all mm -hmm. you know and especially when you've connected to something that feels right even if you don't know it you know it's it's like you're flowing. You connect it to a, a stronger undertow. That's your undertow. And whether you know why you're still hitting that way or not, you go. You go with it. And then you just do what you need to make it work. And that's what kept me going there. You know, I loved it. Those pure moments when when you're on stage and you're connecting to people in that positive way and having fun. Again, I think when people in general are on their flow, kind of say, or you're doing something that feels like people use the word purpose, uh, and sometimes you don't even understand it. It's just a solid feeling in you. And I think mm -hmm. it connects to that survival code in us to, hey, this is good. Keep going this way. Make it happen, whatever you need to do. And yeah. I think that that was a, a lot of what it was for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like that it factor. And like you said, you can't really describe it. It's just Ooh. something that you attach yourself to because you start to get a taste of, of what it feels like to sort of be on the other side and, and, and get a view of the bluer blues and the greener greens is what I like to say. And, and you start to you start to feel it a little bit, you know, and but, uh, you know, a lot of times with, with our group and in, in life in general, you start to you start to you start an eight week challenge. We'll use our, our program for an example. So you start an eight week challenge, man. You have all the momentum in the world because you have that excitement factor. You have it all the enthusiasm, the alacrity. You have everything going in your in your favor. 
Then once week three hits, week four hits, you start to lose that 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 luster, right? You start to lose that that exciting excitement factor, and and we start to struggle, and we start to veer a little bit to this way, and we start to veer a little bit to that way, um, you know. And we try to rediscover the path that we were once on, but we just can't seem to reconnect with that path. What do you say to somebody that's so far? digging themselves into a hole and they're, they're struggling. They're in a dark place. They don't know if they'll ever make it out of this pit. What do you, what do you say to somebody like that? Um, you can, you, I, I believe that you can. Um, you have all the tools that you need to take on any challenge that comes to you in this world, you know, uh, and, and um, the success might be, you just live with it. You are, you're surviving it. You know, that doesn't mean that it did that with some things might not ever go away, you know, but you learn how to live with it and function with it and have a great life, you know, while dealing with these, this challenge. Uh, I know with, um, I was, I've been in the fitness industry forever, man. Uh, I worked with crunch for like over 11 years for a while. And, and I've gotten to, uh, know a lot of, a lot of, uh, trainers like yourselves and you guys know that what these people are doing there physically when they're coming there you know supposedly okay it might be they needed to lose weight you know for a medical reason what have you the big thing that's connected to that again and sometimes they don't even know it is every challenge they are going on that's going on with them in their life they're bringing to that session and when you feel good no matter what it is you're doing I say concentrate on that feeling and then try and get that feeling in everything else you do. The tools you use when you're exercising that you guys are taking them through. You know, it's not just about the physical of it, but these tools, man, you're just, we're helping you discover them. You have them. We're helping you discover them and then feel that. Be in the moment with that and say, okay, oh, great. I did this. I can do that. You know, I can use this for that, you know, and, and, and the it's physical, mental, spiritual. It's all those things coming together. And that's what, uh, uh, man, I applaud when you have these uh, really good trainer that knows that, that feels that in the people, you know, uh, like. So that's what I say, you know, just catch hold on to the moments of your achievements mm -hmm. and really feel those yeah. and try to get that feeling in everything and every other challenge that comes at you. Yeah. I love it, man. That, you know, uh, just to jump in here, B, you know, that, uh, just the idea of applying, you know, when you're, when you're happy, cause you said when you're in a good mood, it affects everything. Like applying that to, you know, the tough situation or to the workout, man. I think that that's gold right there. Like that, that is enough. Cause there's plenty of times where you can, you can lean into that bad day uh, and, and then make your workouts bad and make, you know, and, and make your, your whole experience, you know, but instead, like you said, you already have the tools and just being able to, to find that place and, you know, be it definitely go for us when it comes to, you know, week three, week four, you know, lean into that week one feeling, man, you know, go back and like, Hey, you know, I, I made this decision to make a lifestyle change. You know, I'm excited about it. You know, it, it, it may be daunting at the moment, but I can I can be happy in this moment. I can remember why I started. I can remember my why whenever I got into this challenge, man. So that that was that was spot on. man. I, I love that.
Yeah, yeah man. And, and it makes a big difference, again, we, uh, when I'm connecting it to who you're working with, whether it be your trainer, your friend, whoever it is, a group, if you're doing classes, is that uh, um, they're a big help in that, you know, in putting you in the moment. I, I feel like uh, life pure is in the moment, you know, no judgment, no, no, uh, uh, no worries, really. Um, but everything that you've done up to then is in effect. And everything that you will do after then will be in effect. You know, this will be a part of it. And when you learn, when you practice being in the moment, having those in the moment feelings and the things that get you there. So for me in the past, it's been, you know, I don't want to go work out. <laughs> yeah. And my workout partner or my trainer, they put me in the moment. You know, their attitude's great, you know, so then I'm not thinking of anything else, you know, and then my workout is great. Everything I'm doing in that moment is great. I've had mm -hmm. the same thing on stage doing comedy where I don't want to perform and stuff is going <laughs> on in my life. And then all of a sudden I'm on the stage, boom, in the moment. Yeah. At Tough Mutter events, you know, uh, I don't have this and it's yeah. cold and it's red. And then all of a sudden that first wave comes in and we're talking, boom, nothing else matters. Yeah. And it's yeah. great, you know. So that that's what I say. Concentrate on what it is that gets you to that moment and how it feels. So, you know, you can see it, you can feel it. You can, you have a natural instinct for it. Even when you do things over and over and over again, like that. So. Mm -hmm. I, I love two things that you said there. One, the, the distractions of life are so prevalent. Like every corner that you turn around, there's a distraction. There's something that's trying to lure you away from where you want to be, what you want to become. There's so many distractions in life. But what you were saying is, you know, once you get on the stage, once you get in front of those people, once you do that first rep, you're like, okay, man, now I got that energy again. You know, and I call it the, the week one energy or day one energy, last day urgency. You know, I, I've heard that somewhere along the way. And I use that day in and day out. Find that week one energy. Find that day one energy. And the best way to find it is just get on stage, get in front of the people, do that first rep, and then everything else just comes full, full swing. But the hardest piece is getting yourself to that gym, to the stage, in front of the in front of the people on on a podcast, writing that first page of your book, whatever whatever you're trying to do and whatever you're trying to uh, um, obtain in life, you know. Um, and the second thing that I like there is the accountability. You know, you talk about a friend, you talk about a trainer. The accountability piece is so strong because you become who you surround yourself with, right? And if you're if you're going to the gym and you're like, hey hey buddy, not feeling it today. He's like, hey, me either. Let's go home. Yeah. Okay, what are you, what are you going to do? You, uh, baby, I'm turning around. I'm tucking my tail. I'm out the door. But if you go to the gym and say, hey, baby, I'm not feeling it today. Hey, me neither, but we're going to do the work. That's that accountability piece. And that's something that's strong in our community is we allow ourselves to lean on each other. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'll shoot Dwayne a text. I'll shoot one of the other trainers a text and say, listen, I'm, I'm having a bad day. I can't get myself to the gym. And I'll get a, hey, make it happen. You know, and that's the accountability piece. You need that in your life. Yeah, yeah. Make it happen. It's that. Make it happen. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just mm -hmm. jump. Um, <laughs> and, and, and a great exercise. Again, the physical stuff we do is important. The nutrition is important. But that mind also is just as important. And a great exercise is getting used to functioning in uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. uh, things you don't want to do, getting used to it. When you hear that voice, oh, I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> then without thinking, get up and do whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. And out to people, even in little things that you do, like 
when you're walking, you're about to walk into the store, you're walking down the street and there's like a garbage, you know, a can on the ground. And you're like, somebody just threw this can on the ground. Pick it up and put it in something. You know, a lot of times we walk by. <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like doing that, but just do it. Because what you're doing, again, is exercising that I don't feel like doing something. And the more you exercise it, just like any muscle, it becomes stronger. And then that helps you on the bigger things. Like, mm. man, I don't feel like going work out. But you find yourself getting dressed as you're saying that, mm -hmm. you know, and looking for your keys and then going <laughs> and then doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. Exercising how to function in that moment. Because that doesn't go away. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, 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 you know, it you get better at it, you know, mm -hmm. again, once you focus on the positives and like, remember the reward for what you're going to do. Yeah. Oh, so, but the other side, we're human, man. That's <laughs> a, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne, do you want to say it? Or do you want me to say it about my air airport water bottle story? <laughs> you go ahead, man. You can... Man, there's Sean. That is, that is so funny because I was at the airport one time flying into one of our events and this kid, you know, he does the old Michael Jordan shoot the water bottle towards the, the, the waste basket. It hits the side, lands on the ground. I'm standing there looking, watching, waiting for him to pick up that water bottle. There's 25 other people staring, looking, watching, waiting for him to pick up the water bottle. He never does. He keeps walking. I walk over. I grab that sucker. I Shaquille O'Neal that sucker right into the waste basket. <laughs> and, you, and you talk about those things that, man, it would just feel better to sit here in my seat and just carry on. You know, it just... I'm not going to do it. But again, that, that becomes ingrained in you, that discipline piece. Like I'm going to go pick that up because that's just part of who I am. I'm yeah. going to go to the gym because that's a part of who I am. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because those are all things that uh, I've been, I've been trained um, and, and, and intentionally put myself under those pressures to hold myself to a standard. I'm, I'm holding myself to a, a certain level. And, and, you know, you, the more that you hold yourself to that standard, the more that you sort of uh, find that diamond in the rough, you were saying, you know, you just polish up those tools. You're sort of like a diamond in the rough. You just need to polish those tools a little bit and hold yourself to a standard and be disciplined, not just in one area of life, but all facets of life, man. Pick up the water bottle. Go do it. You don't want to get uncomfortable. Put yourself under some intentional pressure. Go pick that water bottle up. Dress yeah. me nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. It helps in, in the big stuff you do too. Again, yes. yeah. I got to get up and get the kids to school. I got to go to work and deal with the people that get on my nerves, you know, and then after a while it even gets past that. I got to do that too. You don't let the people that get on your nerves actually get on your nerves anymore, you know, <laughs> right. about being who you are and not mm -hmm. let environment change that you know and learning the tools to exercise that somebody cut you off in traffic you know it's like we all like i've seen none swear in traffic you know? so <laughs> we all got you know? but you know that's a great that was a great time to exercise you know what i'm not gonna let that bother me i'm gonna be me you know why should i ruin take time out in my precious life to take on that energy you know and i know those sound like cliches but Guys, I promise you, man, there'll be a point when you exercise it where it'll go, ding, this is what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. I feel you, man. Good stuff you're doing there. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, Dwayne, if you want to take, take, over the, take over the role a little bit, but, uh, you know, we, we like to keep this around 20, 25 minutes and we're starting to, you know, creep up on that. But um, Dwayne, do you have any other questions for, for Sean? Yeah, no, uh, man, I, I appreciate uh, you taking time out of your schedule, man, and, yes. and coming on and and uh, giving us, a, you know, some, some extra content, man. And what I love uh, about everything you said, um, and, and it's always true, you know, it's the same thing me and Brad been saying, you know, uh, with this podcast, man, just the, 
the the finding the tools and and encouraging yourself and you know the part the uh community and all of that man so uh i guess one one question i can ask before we uh kind of get out um because you know um when it comes to uh i listen to a couple of your podcasts um and you know just uh just so you know if you need any guests you know we're we're open you know we don't even have an agent just hit us up but anyway uh <laughs> i listened to a couple couple of your your podcast man and what i what i what i enjoyed uh about it because i'm a podcast guy I, that i actually got brought on this team because of my podcasting uh background but what i enjoyed was um just just your 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 and i guess it comes from co uh comedy your ability to relate with your guests and the, the conversation is just so genuine um you know so i guess the question would be man um you know because from a podcaster uh what has been your your favorite i guess episode or or guest or you know what what, what has been your favorite and so we can also send our people to listen to it mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. You know, I can reverse that at you guys, and you'll know how that feels, too. Oh, we, we do. We know how it feels, but go ahead. <laughs> I say, man, because everybody, you know, whether I'm relating to someone because we're having a fun time or I'm relating to them because they're expanding me with, with things I didn't know, that's all. And like I had said earlier, you know, I'm practicing being in the moment, you know, mm -hmm. with, with stuff, you know, and when I can get that in an interview, you know, when I'm talking to people, you know, like this connection here, then there's no judgment there. There's nothing better. There's nothing worse. Right. It's just, it's right there. And it's, and it's expanding me. It's, 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 I'm learning a lot from it. So that one is, I, I, you know, I don't have one like that, yep. I, that somebody would want to sit and talk to me that amount of time, you know, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely interested in, you know, we've all had this journey, you know. So what did y'all see? What did y'all, what happened to y'all? What did you get, you know? Mm -hmm. Me too, me too, I got that too, you know. So, so yeah, that's my, I'm sorry, that might be a bail. No, I get it, I get it. Because I always tell people, you know, picking your favorite episode is like picking your favorite kid, man. You can't say that out loud, man. Like, you know, it, it's yeah. so, so much to choose from. They all got their own, you know. But I will say ours, uh, so, you know, kind of reverse it. Um, uh, And my favorite, we actually our like second episode man we had a uh a podcast talking about suicide and uh and, and seeking help on the mental health side and we had a lot of people in our group reach out to us and tell us how much that impact them so uh that's that's top tier uh on my list um mm -hmm. when it comes to our episodes and I, I even see that you know you even covered that as, as well you know as far as the mental health aspect and uh so we, we definitely appreciate that mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, go ahead, Bradley. What are you going to say? No, no I, I was going to, I was actually going to uh, uh, pretty much say exactly what Dwayne just said, but I was yep. going to say this is go uh, This for me, this is a close second because um, when I, I, I'm not in motivational speaking. I'm not in stand up. I'm not in, in comedy or anything like that. But a part of being a personal trainer is is communication. And so when I first started to dive into the world of coaching, teaching, personal training, um, I had a handful of people that I looked up to, idolized Eric Thomas being one of those people, Tony Robbins being one of those people, and Sean Corvell being one of those people. So for me, this was uh, this is this is going to be right there with episode two. Um, and uh, you know, it's just an, it's an honor to have you on this podcast and uh, just 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 hear your your. Uh, your, your, your take on, on everything that we believe in, just hear your side of things and, and your perspective on all those things. So, man, this was, this is a real honor. And, uh, just, I, I, I just can't say that I appreciate you enough. Okay. So let me ask you guys something. <laughs> <laughs> clearly for me, and you can edit this out too, because uh, you said it at a certain amount of time. So quick edit, pause. No, we're good. Yeah. Let it roll. Okay. 
So, yeah, uh, on my podcast, I always ask those last two questions of people. And we got and, one for you, too, just so you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> get me. Okay, so one of them was a quote that was passed to me by a gentleman that I went and visited, uh, had cancer, and, and, and I uh, went and visited him in the hospital just before he passed away. And I call it Craig's motto, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Mm. And so uh, that's the first one. And I'm going to start with you, Uncle Bradley. <laughs> when was the last time you did something for the first time? You know what, my friend? Um, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy that you bring that up because that was my Instagram uh, title or, or description or whatever for probably five or six years. Um, when's the last time you did something for the first time? And I'm actually getting goosebumps right now because I, I you told the story in 2014 of where you got that quote from. And that's something that, that I try to live by on a daily basis. I try to live by those words because I remember this story. And, and like I said, man, like life is short. It's extremely short. And why aren't we trying to tap into those things that we've never tried? So the last time I did something for the first time is uh, about a year ago now, I did an Ironman. And now it's a, it's a year ago in, in two weeks. Um, and I haven't done anything brand spanking new, but I'm, I'm, I'm on the cusp of finishing my first ever book. I had some edits um, and then I'm going to try to get that rolled out here within the next month or so. Uh, but that's the, that's, that's, that's one of those things that ties into uh, that, 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 that word that you, uh, you often use. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Dwayne. Yes, sir. So mine, um, I actually announced it a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to uh, compete uh, in bodybuilding. Uh, and it's going to be, this is my, this is my entry. You know, I actually have my meeting today with my, with my coach today. And so, uh, you know, uh, you don't know this, Sean, but I started out at uh, about 265, uh, pre-diabetic, you know, Woo! one, Woo! one doctor appointment away from, uh, you know, high blood pressure medicine and, uh, joined E2M, you know, lost over 65 pounds and, uh, then started to, to lift and enjoy lifting. And so now uh, the thing I'm going to do for the very first time is going to be uh, training for bodybuilding. So that's awesome, man. OK, so then the last question. Yes, uh, sir. Way, uh, OK, so you're, you're out there, you're training, you're running, you're walking, wherever you might be. You come across that 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 lamp that's sitting down on the ground. You pick it up, do what everybody does when they pick up a lamp, dust it right off. Out pops me the genie in the lamp. Been in there for millions and of years. So happy that you finally freed me. I'm not going to give you three wishes, guys. I'm going to give you the ultimate gift. I am going to right now give you the ears of the world. You have the full, undivided attention of the world. People have stopped in wars. People are, even uh, the surgery, they stopped. And the guy on there that was out opened his eyes and like, wait, wait, Wayne's about to say something? <laughs> in this moment, Wayne, Whew. what do you say to the world? Man, that that I wasn't ready for that one, B. I'm, <laughs> I, I got it if you if you need me. I got it if you want to throw it to me. Hey, I'm, I'm going to pass it to you, B. I wasn't ready for that one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Two words, man. Do good. Mm. Do good. You know, in a world full of uncertainty, in a world full of darkness, just do good. That's that's That would be my wish for the world to do good. Mm. That's Hey, Dwayne, just so you know, there's no wrong answer. <laughs> I know that. I know there's a lot. There's a lot of weight, though. A lot of ears, I, man. I know. A lot, a lot of people feel like that. But here's the here's the catch on this. I say in the moment, mm -hmm. and once again, moments, however long they are, are forever. And would you say this moment? You might say something different in the next moment, and right. it's just important. I had somebody say to me, "Eat ice cream," mm. and that was brilliant. Hey, I like that. That, that makes you happy. Yeah. 
more important than being happy in life, you know? Yeah. So, so. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be simple, man. Um, you know, uh, kind of, my mine would be to be kind, man. Uh, you know, kindness is something that, you know, uh, it, it for whatever reason, get looked at as weakness, man. But there's so much strength and power in being kind and, and choosing to be kind, man. So that'll be mine, man. That's a perfect one. Yeah. Once again, awesome. no answers, nothing better than the other. So that's great. All right, man. So we're gonna give you our last question. Uh oh, and... look what time it is. Gotta go. Yeah, gotta no, go. No, no. That ain't how it works. That ain't how it works. <laughs> we, we actually have a segment called uh Do You Know or Did You Know? Uh shout out to our boss man, Jeff. Uh he has this, he got he get it from the uh the um the gingerbread, you know, in um Shrek when he like, Do you know the muffin man? <laughs> so we actually have a whole segment on do you know or did you know? So I'm gonna play the clip. And you're going to tell the audience something they may not have known about you. Something you may not have said publicly or whatever. So uh, did you know or do you know? And I'm going to give you a chance to kind of think through it. You might have something already, but I'm going to play this clip real quick. Do you know? All right. So it's short. So are you ready or we need to stall some more? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Go ahead. What, what is the do you know or did you know uh, thing about Mr. Shine? Okay, so this is just recent, and I'm glad you asked this. Uh, I studied hypnosis uh, so that I can use it in motivation and training. Because, like, again, I think the mind is just as important uh, as being a better person, training, all those things you want to do to achieve your goals and success, just as important as and in, in the athletic, physical part as the nutrition and the physical working out, you know, um, that having that confidence with you all the time. I mean, we've seen it. You see it in basketball games. They call it a flow. Mm -hmm. When that one team is playing with confidence and then all of a sudden they're hitting everything, you know. <laughs> that golfer that couldn't do anything like three tournaments ago, now all of a sudden this guy's the best one out there. And that's that confidence, man. And then they tell you how to use how to do that. Again, get used to that feeling so that if you miss that important shot or whatever it is you're doing, you know, even in personal life, that you can be in the moment with that and know that that's okay. I got it now, you know, and through hypnosis, it taught me, it teaches me a lot about behavior and, and tools again, to exercise that. So it becomes on tap for you, that feeling of having that confidence, you know, so a lot of people don't know that I do that, you know, I haven't practiced it yet, but I, that's my goal. All right, man. I think you practiced it today because Dwayne felt extra confident. I felt extra confident. <laughs> I think you practiced that today for us. Well, uh, see, see, I'm on the other side. Like, I'm like, don't be bringing out no uh, teacups <laughs> and ringing it around. And, you know, <laughs> no thinking place, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Uh, Feels about it too, man. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, I'm bad because I go under before the subject, man. I'm like, oh, you're getting sleepy, you know. And I'm like McConnell. <laughs> wow, <laughs> now that's super dope, man. That no. is super dope. All right, D man, you wanna wanna close this out, brother? Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I'm going to end with a quote unless unless Sean wants to say it himself, but I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say this quote one more time. Um, and this is for all the listeners in the back. This is for all the listeners in the front. Um, no one is better than your best, but your best will make you better. And that will make us all better. Go out there and do your best, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining, man. Thank you for joining. Sure. See you next week. <laughs>